What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Americanish. My name is Mary Mwaba. And I'm Adela Kochav, and we are the Daughters of Diaspora. Okay, Adela. So, uh, Purim is coming up. Can you tell me what that is? Yes, Purim is one of my favorite holidays. It's not Jewish Halloween. We do dress up. But basically, Purim recounts one of the stories of the Jewish tradition where we were in Greece. And there was an evil man named Haman, and Haman decided that he hates Jews. What a surprising take. Um, <laughs> hot take from Hot take <laughs> from Haman. Um, and Haman decides that he is going to set a date on the calendar to exterminate all of the Jews. And Haman was second in command to the king, Ahasuerus. And there's a lot that goes on, but Ahasuerus also decides he's going to take multiple wives, and he rounds up all the women in the town, and he sees Esther, who is beautiful, and says she will be one of my wives. And Esther's uncle happened to be the leader of the Jewish community. So Esther, with her uncle, start thinking of ways to get the king to change the raffle, the lottery that Haman drew for the day to exterminate the Jews. So Esther sets up a series of meetings with the king saying, you know, do you love me? Do you think I'm wonderful? Do you think I'm all these things? Well, I actually happen to be Jewish. And this man, Haman, right here is trying to exterminate the Jews. And uh, the king kind of has this realization moment where he says, we will not be killing the Jews. Instead, we will be hanging Haman and his 10 sons for trying to do this to the Jewish people. And it's a crazy, weird story, but I think that there's a lot of takeaways to it. But there's a lot of traditions that we have. So Okay, I have so many questions. But first, I want to I ask the real hard-hitting journalistic questions, you know? So the first time I was in Israel, I was uh, with my Israeli professor, and we actually got to celebrate Purim there then. Um, and his, the thing he said to me verbatim was, you have to get so drunk, you can't tell what's right from what's wrong. So is that true? Was he messing with me? So that is 100% Okay, true. good. Yep, it is Jewish tradition on Purim. It is a mitzvah, which is a positive commandment, to get drunk to the point where you don't know what's right and wrong, where you can't tell the difference between the wicked Haman and the righteous Mordechai. Um, and the reason why we have, you know, this get drunk tradition is because of v'nahafohu, which means, and it was flipped. So um, the whole thing with Purim is that, you know, the Jewish fate was sealed to extermination and it was flipped. So the whole idea is opposites, which is actually why we dress up. The reason why we dress up on Purim isn't because it's like Halloween. We dress up because we want to be opposites. We want to show, oh, I'm usually this, but now I'm an opposite of what I am um, because v'nahafohu, because everything was flipped. Okay, you answered my next question, which is why the dressing up. Um, <laughs> okay, another question coming at you. Let me get comfy. Um, was Esther a seductress or was she a heroine? A little bit of both. Tell me about that. I think a little bit of both, um, but most importantly, definitely a heroine. I think she's one of my biggest role models in that she realized she was in a certain position mm. where only she could change things. And with the support of her people, she used her position to leverage it to make changes, right? And she did it really through diplomacy, though Judaism does have seductresses. We have Neviot, which are female prophets who have gotten opposite, like opposing army generals drunk and killed them in their sleep. So we do have that tradition. Uh, we do have that in the history of the Jewish people. I think Esther, more than anything, is a hero to everyone, not just to women, because I think it shows that if you're in the position to diplomatically change something, you should. And, um, you know, in a time where the Jews were literally, you know, drawn a lot to be killed by Haman, 
she was able to make a huge change. Um, and she didn't use violence. She didn't use coercion. The only thing she used was living a Jewish life and saying, you know, I'm a Jewish person. Let me show you how good I am in terms of being a person. Mm. And now you'll find out I'm Jewish too, because Jewish people are people too. And that's the takeaway for today. Um, so because Purim is coming up, you actually bought me cookies today. Um, yeah. Little triangle cookies with apricot jam. And you you said they were part of Purim. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so I brought a hamantaschen. And hamantaschen are a triangle-shaped cookie. Inside they have a filling. It could be chocolate chips. It could be apricot jam. It could be Nutella. It could be peanut butter. Though I've never in my life seen a peanut butter hamantaschen. We should make those. Um, but pretty much what a hamantaschen is, is uh, supposed to be reminiscent of what Haman, the evil man that tried to kill the Jews, um, his ears were apparently shaped like triangles. So it's supposed to be a reminder of Haman's ears. Um, some people also say he wore a triangular hat, so it's reminiscent of his hat. We don't really know, but it's become a tradition, and we make hamantaschen every year. They were delicious. Thank you for bringing them. Anytime. Um, okay, I have one more question for you. Uh, what is celebrating Purim outside of Israel like? How does the American Jewish community do it? So I've never had a Purim in Israel, but my friends that have spent Purim in Israel say that the whole country goes crazy. The whole country gets drunk. You walk out on the streets and everyone's having the time of their lives. And it's like a whole balagan, which means like a mischief or a crazy hoopla. Is there a word for hoopla? Yeah, no, it's a hoopla. Yep. Um, in the U.S., it's a little bit different. So mainly we have the synagogues that we go to. So you listen to the Megillah, which is a traditional reading. You do that in the synagogue. Everyone's dressed up. Usually there's a ton of parties the night of Purim. And then um, the next day, you also listen to the Megillah and you give gifts to your friends called Mishloch Manot. So it's a little bit more tame than what I hear it's like in Israel. Thank you so much for answering that.